pain is ever pervasive, at the root of all conflict and discord. But ultimately, pain leaves you with a choice. You can either feel it. What a valiant effort from DIY. Or you can inflict it. Alrighty, so we are here to talk about uh, NXT Chicago 2, the return of Electric Boogaloo. Oh, the, uh, you fucking beat me to it. I was just going <laughs> to say that. I was literally just going to say that, you fucker. I believe I stole that joke from Brandon. I'll have to give him a shout out here. Yeah. It's starting off the night hot. Uh, so it's uh, Alistair Black, new champion, coming off of um, uh, Philadelphia. No, not Philadelphia. Nolens. Nolens, yeah. Philadelphia before it's before New Orleans. Yeah. Nolens. <laughs> Um, so Alistair Black has his championship uh, going up against Killian Dane tonight. And, uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, no, I'm sorry, no? Lars Sullivan. Lars Sull- I'm sorry, yeah, Lars Sullivan. Yeah. And then our main event is uh, the much-anticipated Street Chicago fights. Street yeah. Fight. Um, does it have to be Chicago? Hey, they don't go to the Chicago streets. You could have yeah. done this fight anywhere. Yeah. We'll talk about that, though. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, our first match of the night, Tag Team Champs, the Undisputed Era. Um I guess participating Freebird role because Roderick Strong is now defending the title he did not win. Yes. Um, so him and Kyle O'Reilly taking on uh, uh, Oni or uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Oney Birch. Lorcan, yeah, and Danny Birch. Um, two people I'm not super familiar with. Love them though. They're, yeah, they're amazing in this yeah. match. And anybody who can keep up with O'Reilly and, yeah. and Strong are, are well worth it. Um, so many like this match is amazing. It gets the crowd off yeah. so hot. And you have that NXT crowd. The NXT is for the fans of wrestling because it's on the network. Yeah, there's, there's not. They're a not here to criticize. They're not here to yeah. like. There's not those casuals. Yeah, there. It's hardcore fans who just love good wrestling. And boy, golly, do we get a lot of it on this show. Yes. Oh my god. Um, I I am absolutely enamored with uh, O'Reilly. I think he's one of the best wrestlers they have right now. Yeah, I love his. I love everything he does. Well, you know, uh, you know, he lives here, right? Does he? Yeah. No. Transplant in St. Louis. And oh, well, I'll uh, figure out where that is and go get an autograph. He plays rugby in Forest Park. Does he? Well, it's <laughs> not too far from where I live. I'll hang out there. I love, uh, it's essentially the Undisputed Era playing villains, but you wouldn't know it because oh, the, the fucking crowd, is... crowd eats them up. They yeah. love them. Even when Adam Cole throughout this match does his interference spots because he's not actually wrestling tonight. Yes. Um, even with those, the crowd's still like they're Pops they're cheering. Yeah, they're cheering for him. It just it it tells you how the the heel and face dynamic has gone away because these guys are doing every heel tactic and still getting just so over. Which I think almost they they needs they need to address the fact that like traditional heel tactics don't always work in the modern era when yeah. fans are so smart and clu- true turn, tuned into things now because of the internet. We know things more than any past generation of wrestling fans have. Um, I, oh my god, at one point, uh, Lorcan, uh, hits this, 
he goes off the apron to hit a double like as a neck breaker block. I don't know what they call it, a blockbuster. I think yeah. is what they refer yes. to it as. The like an amazing move, like the probably pretty much the high spot of the night, and this match is filled with them. At one point, um, was it, I think it's Lorkin and Burge both su- uh, suplex strong onto O'Reilly. Yes, yes I love nice. that. That was like my favorite, one of my favorite moves of the match. Such an amazing move. Um, but the undisputed era do pick up the win. Uh, strong hits a running clothesline, and O'Reilly. Uh, I don't remember what the the name Leg of sweep. It, it. I don't know if it really has a name. It might. I don't know. But it used to be like, they used to call it like total elimination or something like that, where it was the leg sweep. Weep, uh, yeah. With the clothesline added. Yeah. yeah. It is a great finisher. Um, well, even before then, there's one point, in this, because it's not a terribly long match, about 10 minutes or so. But uh, there's one point where all four men are just on their knees, worn out, and they get into the slap fest. Yes. Of just, I, which I just, they're, because they're so sweaty that each slap, there's just sweat. An almost New Japan esque slap match. Yo, yeah. It was, uh, it was amazing. I want more! Absolutely! The greatness of Larkin and Birch on display! Ooh. Oh! And Larkin now, oh! Going right out of line! It's two! Numbers advantage on Disputed Era! Oh! Undisputed Era! Oh, take it down, Larkin! Cover! I was going to say you could have waited and put this on a little later, but I don't think that you needed to necessarily. Not on this card. No. Because everything else, except for our next match, probably had more meaning yeah. than that tag team match. You don't think this next match does? It uh, Starting out, it didn't have as much meaning as the tag team title match, but by the oh, time yeah. they got out there and started working, yes, it did. So our next match, obviously, we're talking about... Uh, the dream. Ricochet. Velveteen dream. Velveteen dream. The experience. Yes. The man who's tweeted twice in his life. <laughs> really? Yeah, if you get on his Twitter, it's hilarious. He has one tweet from 2016 and one from 2017, and that's it, folks. Except It's it, a I, verified I, account because he's got 170-something thousand followers. Until but, after tonight. He, he tweets quite a bit now. But Does he? I don't yeah. know. I mean, he, he, he tweets after the show to someone in particular. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Maybe but, I'm following the wrong dream experience. <laughs> but, I mean, two things about this. Velveteen's entrance attire. The, oh, yes. Um, he comes out in, uh, he's hawked out. Yes, dream <laughs> And not still in the green over, way. Yeah. It was like, oh, we're getting some Hulk Hogan callbacks. Yeah. Interesting for someone who's, at this point, not allowed in the company. Yeah. It's like okay, maybe they're no. Is that part? I almost chalked that up to his uh, continuing to call out older wrestlers. He yeah. did the Ric Fl- uh, Flair pants. Yeah. He did the um, even the beginning of this match. They they reference um, Hogan and the Rock with mm-hmm. the uh, the staring at the camera mm-hmm. at the crowd. That's going yeah. nuts at the start of the match. Yeah. So when we first saw Ricochet. His little reaching thing. Yeah. I thought it was reaching for the belt because it was in New Orleans and it was the ladder match. Yeah, it was the six man. But he yeah. still does that. I'm like, oh, he's reaching for the brass ring. That's what that is. Is that is that really what yes. it is? Huh. And like in the in the lead up to this match, did you see the NXT where he just somersaulted over the top rope and landed flat footed? Yes. The, and uh, did Dream and, drop his microphone? He or, dropped no, his yeah. jaw. I was like, what the hell? 
It was oh god, it's astounding. This is a dream, no pun intended, but a dream match. You like damn puns. I don't intend to do them. <laughs> the, the the word is just in my head and unnaturally comes out. Hmm. Um, I this is like I, would have been fantasy booking a year ago. Yeah, when he was uh just tearing up. Not only is uh to go back. Not only is Rick, uh dream wearing the Hogan um. Red shirt. and yellow, yeah. Yeah, and, and the, the bandana, the boa. He's wearing uh, Puma-inspired pants. Yes. He's, he's wearing... Allegedly, they are... That is his tights. The, really? Yes. Alleg- okay. Uh, I, I, I knew they were very close. I can't confirm not. that, but Prince Puma from Lucha Underground, who was Ricochet's tights. <laughs> so. They could have written that in the story that Ricochet's... Just, or that uh, Velveteen Dream is just stealing clothes, like, yes. <laughs> not content. He's a thief. How do you like uh, Dream's... Glasses with the glass with the lens the, the over the glass third, third eye. eye. I love that. Is that that's not a that is a reference to uh, Prince, right? I believe he stole that from Prince. Prince and just you know new agey bullshit in general. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, early on in this match, Dream pulls the uh, the Hulk Hogan um, uh, hulking it out. I guess yeah. is what DDP would call it. Um, DDP is yoga is no joke. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> In the early going of this match, man, it was lots of chain wrestling. Like, yeah, ironically, like they they were teasing the audience. Like the yeah. audience knew what we were gonna. You're gonna get to. You're the flippy gonna get shit. some flippy shit. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna get some amazing stuff from these two. There's no way they're not gonna deliver on that. And they kind of tease it. They're like, okay, well, we're gonna play a really technical game the first five minutes yeah. and get the crowd red hot. And they already are. Like they NXT crowds start out red hot. Yeah. But when you have an undisputed era match beforehand, and they don't really come down over the course of the night like some of the main roster crowds do no i would think our next match a little bit they almost lose the crowd a mm. tiny bit but not but not enough to really truly matter dream hits that rolling uh death valley driver from the uh-huh. top rope which not only does dream hit it and then ricochet steals it later on there's this constant uh story of them stealing one another's moves and you know dream preventing the flippy shit hitting the ropes and yeah spilling out ricochet to the outside it's like these guys are working really well together yeah and dream's almost like methodically stalking too he has this thing of like every time uh ricochet is down velveteen dream is there like looking at him like a prey looking at a wounded deer or something yeah. dream also they okay so i guess uh at one point uh dream is on the apron uh ricochet is on the turnbuckle and they're playing a game of who will suplex who yeah and uh, dream ends up winning and suplexing ricochet to the outside in a like a moment, it's one of those moments where you didn't you think oh they're gonna go inside the ring it's the safer bet. Yeah. Um. I love uh, at one point Dream is uh when he's taunting Ricochet he's uh, what is his line uh, I am homegrown you belong in the bingo hall yeah. is the one thing he shouts at him and then the other one is just I'm a wrestling god which I don't you really can't not, deny not, not yet I mean, not yet but he's yeah but I I do love that about Velvet yeah. Dream is he is homegrown he was on Tough Enough he's from the ground up a WWE product he was cut from Tough Enough if I'm not yeah. mistaken right and mm-hmm. then brought back because he was just that damn good it's nothing it's I mean he was essentially cut for being too cocky right he was just it was it was a fan vote back then and in this case I mean in the history of Tough Enough none of the winners have gone on to succeed as much as people that were runners up I mean the Miz didn't win his season of Tough Enough and he's Arguably one of the biggest stars in the in the WWE. Yeah, Patrick or Velveteen Dream didn't win, and he's one of the biggest guys in NXT. And the John, people who did win, John Morrison is probably the the one winner who had a really good career. Who's the other one? Um, Maven. Maven. Yeah, where what the fuck's he doing now? Uh, in drug rehab several times. No, oh, he was hosting a segment on QVC. Believe it or not, um, I, I do believe it. <laughs> <laughs> a fitness center segment. Getting back to this matchup, one of my favorite moments is um, continuing the, the theme of stealing moves. 
Ricochet stealing the Purple Rainmaker yes. and doing it almost as well as Dream. Like, not a lot of people can drop an elbow as, as good as the Velveteen. There's also, there's at least two across-the-ring jumps that yeah. impress the hell out of me. And I've said before, with the WWE ropes, man, the fact that Ricochet can still get the mad hops that he does. Yeah. I can't believe I just said mad hops. <laughs> but the, the jumping ability that he has, even with those WWE ropes, is fucking amazing. It, it truly is. Um, at one point, uh, Ricochet, he does that. It's a shooting star press he does. Yeah. And he makes it... I would say three quarters of the way across the ring, and all he he lands on Dream's knees, brings his knees up, and right into the stomach. Dream, final flight, and he's making the one and only. Maybe rethink his strategy, but maybe not. He's not gonna. Look how how far away he is. Oh no! Oh no! Got the knees up on the shooting star. Gravity Dream, cover. Oh God! It's one of those things where I'm just surprised you, you just don't lose your lunch right there. That's yeah. got to knock the wind out of you. There's no way it can't. And then uh, to not be outdone with the flippy shit, um, uh, Dream gets his uh, own. He misses his purple rainmaker, but instead of going three fourths away across the ring, he does almost the entire length of the fucking ring. Yes, God, these guys are just. It's the it's a loss of words. Like I don't like this is one of those like we talk about Shinsuke and AJ where like they're gonna fight like five pay per views in a row. I'd be fine if every NXT pay per view for the next year has these two reliving (laughs) this battle. I almost don't think under the main roster because they seem to ruin people on the main roster lately. I just wanna I just wanna enjoy this while it's in the moment because I know in three years we're gonna be thinking like oh do you remember that um, that epic you know match and I'm sure they're gonna try to replicate it in the WWE main roster to no avail. Dream really does play that. Uh, he's a great um, villain. He, the way he like he studies his opponents and he strikes. Yeah. He knows the flippy shit's coming, so he's just constantly taking the ropes out from under. Every time he goes to the springboard, he's knocking Ricochet down. Very true. So um, what do you think of the finish of this match? I love it. Uh, Ricochet picks up the uh, six thirty yeah. splash. I guess is what you would call it. He's in so much pain. Now Ricochet all the way to the top. Ricochet, looking down. 630 connects. Cover. The only, again, I got to have a mind coming out every match. He didn't really hit the 630 fully. He basically got his shoulders on him. Yeah. But that's, unless you're watching slow motion replay, you couldn't tell that. No. I it happened it, so yeah. quick, and this match is a... Yeah. Not I watched it in slow motion. I'm like, oh, okay, you didn't hit it all the way. But again, that's slow motion. It live, live and in full speed. It looked amazing. Yeah, and I think it's one of the reasons why when they slow things down to slow motion, they ramp it up right at the end because yeah. you, you start to you start to see people preparing for stuff a little you, much. You see how the sausage is made. Yeah, a little too much. Yeah. What do you think about Ricochet's win here? Do you think it? Uh, Dreams had a, a rough t- it, year. It doesn't hurt Velveteen because Velveteen can still he's still super over and can lose. He's one of the few people yeah. that can lose to pretty much anyone, yeah. and people still are just as big a, f- a fan of him. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really hurt it's his reputation. It's the character, man. He's playing it so well. Yeah. And Ricochet, I don't want to say he needed the win. They could have fought to a... They don't have time limits in WWE anymore. They could have fought to a time limit draw, and it would have been just as good. The right person won. I I picked Ricochet in this match. Yeah. And I think... I, I ultimately think... Is uh, this the end of their rivalry? No. It'd be uh, a shame knows? if it was. Yeah, I can't I, imagine they're not going to milk this a little bit more. They might get. They might. I mean, the next takeover is kind of a stretch away. We're talking a few months, so maybe, but who knows? Yeah, 
we'll see. Well, we will have to see. So uh, moving on to the match that I think is probably just a little bit of dip in quality. Probably the only one that keeps this pay-per-view from being super outstanding. Um, NXT champ- Women's Championship on the line. Shayna Baszler, Nikki Cross. Not, and I actually don't think this is even a terrible match. Not to say there's not great things about this match. No, there certainly are. But coming off the, the two matches we just saw... It, and the it, two matches we have to go. It, it was a dip in quality, but that's like saying that you had Flame and Yon one day and had Ribeye the next. Yeah, it's, it's hard to compare apples and oranges. Yeah. You're, not, you're getting a much more methodical match with... the. Baszler and, and Cross. Yeah. I'm also just like, I, I I think I was a bigger fan of Ember Moon being the NXT Women's Champion. I think Shayna Baszler is an amazing. I just don't think she's quite as entertaining for my taste. As much as I, you know, would love for Nikki Cross to have gone up to the main roster with Sanity because I love her so much, I'm glad that she's like a focal point of the women's division in NXT now. Very true, yeah. And just, the start of this match, Baszler's doing her jumping around MMA stuff and Nikki's just staring daggers at it, like a thousand yard yeah. stare. Even before then when Pazler's coming out and Nikki's like doing her crazy like yeah. laugh and wave at you I, like I'm I so should, happy to see I you. I, I I love Nikki Cross. She is legitimately plays up that insane I I, I, I I'm glad to see that her without sanity isn't stopping her. Yes. If anything it's it's like letting her break free a little. And when she when she when Shanna gets the first offensive move on it, like it tickles Nikki shit like she's like Yay <laughs> It is great because Basler's the one who's usually um, she's never she, she's, out so of her per, she's so perplexed as to yeah. what the hell Nikki Cross is, which is something she's never been really yeah. before. We've never really seen her unsure. And I just God, Nikki Cross is probably my favorite woman on any of the rosters. Be it she's definitely up there. I yeah. think maybe Becky Lynch is a little bit more of a favorite. Yeah, me, okay, but, tied. Yeah, I love <laughs> Becky too. But she she is certainly a joy to watch, and yeah. she makes this match uh, enjoyable. Oh my God, there's that. Sick ramp bump. Just, ugh, brutal. Yeah. Nikki takes a really sick bump on the ramp. and just. But even then, she's laying there with such a smile on her face. Like, she like even while probably in pain, still selling her character super well. Oh, these women, I tell you. <laughs> I mean, imagine the women's wrestling that you and I grew up with. The the divas and all that. And- I, I've, having rewatched some older pay-per-views now, it's... Not to say I'm not trying to shit on those women. Yeah. I they think were, they, they were important. They were doing the job they were they were hired for. Yeah, but in the '90s, it was not so much about wrestling ability as it was. Looks. You had Lita and you had Trish and you had uh, Alundra Blaze Medusa. Yeah, it was essentially it as far as the the uh, North America was concerned. Yeah, women who could do something in the ring. Yeah, and now you've got now them. just in NXT, you have Nikki Cross, you have uh, Candice LeRae, LeRae. Yeah. Bianca Belair. Yeah, and that's like, you know not even counting the main roster, which has twenty times as yeah. you know the staff. I'm so happy to see so many, you know, ass-kicking women in the company now. Yeah, and I also love the fact that, like, it's it, it's bugged me a little bit with NXT. You only get one women's match per pay-per-view. You only have one women's title. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and I get and when it's, you, it's I a mean, step towards equality. When, we'll you, when you only have five to six matches on the show, you got to get the tag titles in there. You've got to get the NXT title. The women's title needs to be in there. So you have the two other matches normally that you're going to have. Yeah, you have. How many titles do they have now? Five. Yeah, the the North American Championship. Yeah, now, and soon to be, you know, the the UK division that they announced. Yeah, they're gonna have to start doing more than five matches a night. <laughs> they're really gonna unless have to... they do independent NXT UK pay per views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more episodes for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough stuff to cover now. Yeah, Add it, give us more. Um. So, uh, Basler does. Uh. So this is an interesting ending. You want to talk about this? We were, me and you were live tweeting this. We were yes. pretty uh, jazzed up, and then the ending came. We were, I think we both had the same reaction. We were like, meh. 
Like I I I loved the because okay so Basler gets her in the in the choke, and this this look of bliss on Nikki Cross's face like ah, oh. it was like man and and again it it was a good ending. I think the point you've brought up several times about them not doing the arm checks yeah. made it confusing to me. Where I was like oh is it like, did she pass out? Because it almost seems like she was in Nirvana. Like yes. it's not clear. But again, this is just like the last match. I don't think Nikki Cross lost anything in losing this match. No, no, not at all. I think she came across as like, that's a great booking idea of neither person losing, but having a clear definitive winner. CM Punk. I love me some crazy chicks. <laughs> even after, even after this she's match. coming like, too. Yeah, she's still like, so like, oh my God, that was so great. That was wonderful. Like, <laughs> And Basler just as perplexed walking up the yeah. ramp. Like, what the hell? Do you, just so happened? you figure they will eventually call up because they've, uh, I believe one of the members of Sanity on Twitter has confirmed that Nikki Cross is still a member of Sanity, yes. even though they're on different yeah. shows. Yeah. So presumably when she gets crossed up, uh, brought up, she will just rejoin them. More than likely, I'd say that would be the best option. I think they're just. They work so well together. Yeah. Their personalities. Yeah. And it's, I've never seen a faction that was cross gendered like that where. You know, you had the women that could go and the men that could go. So yeah, that's making it more fascinating. Yeah, gives you a lot more options. Um, next up, we have. Uh, but, but before we get into the next yeah. match, as I, I put it out during the show on on Twitter, how amazing is how amazing is Chris Jericho that while this show is going on, he's working a New Japan show. His song "Painless" by Fozzy is the theme to a WWE NXT show. Yeah. It's like. Do you just do whatever the hell you want? He is the master at self-branding. <laughs> yes. It's like, I, I'm yeah. Chris Jericho. I, I, that's I, actually, that could be his motto. I do, I do whatever I the hell I want. Yeah. I do it because no one will stop me. Yes. Next up, uh, in uh, Alistair Black, uh, not main eventing. with his. Uh, we haven't had a main event on an NXT in a little bit because Gorgano and Philly, Champa. I think, Philly, I think, might have been the last time the title was the main event. Really? I want to say that hasn't so it's not just a problem for WWE it's also a problem for NXT alright yeah. um, Alistair again, Black I, I don't have a problem with that because Gargano and Ciampa then they earned they, yeah. in, in this case they definitely earned the uh, the right to close out the night yeah. um, it would have been a mistake to have this follow that street fight yes so let's go ahead and cover this Alistair Black defending uh, his title for the first time after winning it from uh, Almas yes uh, the pay-per-view before Against uh, Lars Sullivan, a monster of a man, which but, is a really but, but not a monster among men. That, 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 that's yeah, yeah. Copyright? Is, <laughs> can you copyright a common phrase? I don't WWE know. would try, I'm sure. Um, I love the way that Alistair incorporates his belt into his entrance now. Um, him uh, sitting down, and you know, used to just sit down really quietly. The now Zen, he sits down. It, yeah, puts the belt out and displays it yes. on himself. I think this is also a really interesting combat to give because he went after Almas for the belt and got the belt. So I think it was really interesting to give him a heavy hitting uh, yeah. muscle man as just as, as just as big if not bigger of a bruiser than he is for his first defense. Yeah, even I would even say bigger. He's a yeah. oh my god Sullivan. Well, I know he's a bigger person, but I'm saying as far as hard hitting is concerned, yeah. someone who can just hit as hard as him. Yeah. Um, this match is a little off the timing. There's just not. Even okay, so there's a very big botch at the end of the match. And yeah, there's some communication. Well, I'm gonna say communication, but there's some. I think it's. Spots. I think it was one of the. It almost seems like one of those things where adrenaline is going. Yeah. the crowd is chanting, and you mistime something. But I was still into this match. Yeah. Oh yeah, I still love this match. I just think, I think besides probably not as good as the first two matches or the last one. Yeah, I could agree with that. It's still. It's still not bad. NXT, though, that's the thing. Like, even when you're saying it's not as good, it's still stellar. It would still be the best match on. And again, you know, don't tell my boss. I was watching this at work, and it was. I was like, 
every time somebody would try and get me to do something, I'm like, I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, just wait for the next promo or commercial break, all right, dude? Fucking network in the lock of commercials. <laughs> they do work a pretty slow start at the beginning of this pace, which does pick up. They spill to the outside quite early on. I love the, the, the essentially this, the, uh, the story the, they're telling is that Black Mass does no good against Sullivan. Yeah, it's the move that's put out everyone, but, but he, he can take it and he, kick. He's the first person to kick out, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't even. I did not even think about that. I don't even think they drive that point home on the count. I mean, they, they probably did do. on the the weekly program. Okay, they didn't on the pay per view or the special event. Yeah. Um. After they spill to the outside, one of the most uh, Alistair Black tries to backflip onto Sullivan, who catches him one armed people, yes. and fucking deposits him on the apron, and just almost knocks his teeth out. Lovely. This is a pretty brutal match, actually. Like, it is. Yeah. It's, Lars Sullivan is almost. Even given where he's built from, the second coming of Vader, because he's built from the Rocky Mountains like Vader was, and it just comes out and just kicks ass. He does. You know? um, do you want to get to that uh, the big botch that that uh, almost I would say without that this match wouldn't have had any really complaints. Yeah, but there was a I call it I call it botched mass. The botched mass. Yeah, he he whiffs mostly on a he connects very light like with his toes to this to his jaw. I think he might mass. have got hit by a little bit of wind, Sullivan. But yeah. yeah. But it wasn't a full on black mass. And thankfully he didn't sell it like it was an actual black mask. He like dropped to his knees. Yeah, he sold it about two seconds too late though. The second black mask shatters Lars Sullivan's jaw. Oh my god, it does. Yeah. He also hits one that um he's spinning so quick he connects mostly in the chest and throat. Yeah. Rather than the face. And I would actually say that probably hurt more. I can't imagine you can talk very well after taking yeah. a Full on Alistair Black foot to the throat. Not that Sullivan cuts many promos. Yeah, that's all he has to do is growl. Really. All right. Uh, so uh, he does. Uh, Sullivan. He, his mouth gets busted open from that shot mm-hmm. too. He's bleeding by the end of this. Um, so he absorbs the black mass before he gets another knee, and then eating. A, I think he takes three black mass over the course of the match. Yes. Yeah, to finally get the pinfall. Uh, and Alistair Black retains his title in his first defense in a pretty good match. I don't think it was as good as the ma- as him and Almas. No, but that it was certainly was not a hard bad. match at all. Yeah, back to that jaw, knee under the jaw. Black oh, in. What? No, I cannot believe it. Sullivan, this is shaking it off. I take it back. Next, we get the promo to end all promos. Oh, what a wonderful promo package. Um, recounting the story of DIY, hashtag DIY. Yeah. Which, that was always the big joke. You know, DIY with that indie spirit. You know, do it for yourself in a multi-billion dollar company. company yeah. <laughs> like, Cole Cabana was like, really? DIY in the WWE? Okay. Where they book all your stuff for yeah. you and they have the Full Sail University. But, I, again, I digress because I love this angle. And, you know. Yeah. And, it's you know, it's obviously, I'm, I mean, it's probably no surprise it'll get rivalry of the year i'm sure with almost I'm everyone sure. i'm sure Des- deservingly so yeah uh, johnny gargano versus uh, toma tomasa champa yeah. in a chicago street fight what makes it a chicago street fight the fact that they're in chicago that's yeah it would be a st. so louis if it was in st louis it'd here. be a st louis street fight it had those here before yes wherever whatever city you're in is the insert city name street fight i think they should name it after the um the building they're in so it'd have to be like the gogurt street fight or the uh, the, the Citibank Street the fight. The Quicken Loans. Yeah, fight. exactly. 
the Snicker Street fight. Well, if you recall, you and I talked about this before we started rolling tape. This was supposed to be originally a last man standing match. Yeah. But the fact that they made the the next night Money in the Bank Shinsuke AJ match last man standing, this had to change. I and I disagree with that. I think you can have two back to back. You couldn't. It, it had to be something. People else. would be comparing them way too much. Yeah. But then people compare NXT to because they follow they do. you know they day do, after but day. It, it, it had to be a different stipulation. Yeah. How did you like? Uh, how'd you like the wardrobe in this with Johnny Gargano pulling out his best Captain America impersonation? Yes, it was okay. I loved it. Well, the whole point of a street fight is you're supposed to come in your street clothes. Street gear. So he's in uh, his he's own in t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> And then, to my, I mean, Champa dresses like he's in his own clothes all the time. Yes. He doesn't really have a gear very much. And then the brawl to the outside after the after a table bump. Yeah. And um, this random fan holding yeah. a sign. Yeah, I wonder why he's holding. And me and you noticed right away he's holding a sign that says, "Use this sign, Johnny." Yeah. Um, and we were like, "Oh, that that's uh, suspicious." I wonder yeah. if it's anything like like that guy with the uh, the two crutches that yes. was in the last match. Um, and it's a giant um, stop sign, winky face. Yeah, well, it's yeah, a, well, yeah it's giant a, winky face. It's and the then, Johnny Gar- Johnny Gargano logo. Yeah, and I love that he rips it open to reveal a stop sign. And my first thought was, I've been to wrestling shows. I know they check posters. Yes, you well, said I, I tweeted out during this. I was like, is this Lodi doing this from Raven's <laughs> Flock from 1997 WCW? Also, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a crime to steal a stop sign. Yeah, but people haven't. I have one. <laughs> I love that the plant is like genuinely happy that his sign was used. And he yes. takes it back and like continues to hold it. It's like, well, I got yeah, paid for the, the whole night. Yeah, might that, as well that, give that, him their the money for it. Sign he has now. <laughs> I'd love that to know if that. I, I I don't recognize the guy. I'd love to go and see if that was some kind of indie worker or I, friend of Gargano's. I was almost, I had this thought where I was like, in five years or in ten years, someone's gonna be like, hey, you know that amazing wrestler who has the championship. Did you know he was the guy holding the sign? That always happens. Like, kind of like CM Punk was the the gangster on John Cena's car. Yeah, twenty three. I love. I do love the way that their Gargano Johnny match. Um, the story involves the crowd. There was that great when when Johnny was not allowed in wrestling. Yeah. Tommaso came out and he was ripping signs out of people's hand, yelling at the fans. He's gone. Yeah, and he ripped one sign down, and Johnny was behind the sign, and they yeah. started brawling. They keep doing that with interesting things to the audience. They yeah. keep having these motifs run out throughout the the storyline. I mean, how'd you like the plancha off the staging after oh the stop sign? Show? God, that was the height are, he got on that. And these are two men who I I'm assuming have either great respect or a great friendship in real life because they work so fucking well. They together. worked they worked each other quite a bit on the indie circuit. So. Yeah, how long were the teammates in NXT? Just about. Six months a year, Roughly not very, six, not yeah, very long. Not long because Champa got hurt. Yeah, and then the the betrayal, and yeah, then they the, accelerated the plans because that was always the plan for them to turn on each other. So they said, "Well, you're, you're going to go out hurt. Let's just do this." Yeah, which worked so well because they brought in the crutches, which mm-hmm. makes it. It's, I, I love the um the symbolism of the crutch that they each think they were the crutch to the other person, and the, yeah. you know. And then, um, the, then the, the, the tools of plunder come in the oh ring, the trash God, they cans do. and the kendo stand. The... So quickly that you, I wondered, like, if the fans had not thrown them in the ring, like, it, suddenly there's a kendo stick, a chair, a, a, a steel trash can, yeah. another crutch. Yeah. Like, the, like, although they're just under the ring, like a crutch. Like, yeah, it's, I've always wondered, I mean, it's always been a running joke. It's like, why is all this shit under the ring? I mean, well, I, you I, know I, how you use kendo sticks to uh, tighten the ropes, you know? Yeah. It's, I could get, like, a wrench or something, but, like, the Dudley Boys, why are there always 20 tables under the yeah. ring? Why The only table that's near the ring is not that kind of table. It's yes. the announcer table. Why mm-hmm. the fuck? Do you, why do you need a craft service table under the ring at all times? What the hell's going on here, people? So Champa tries to uh, handcuff Gargano to the rope, which Gargano uh, escapes. And then starts whipping 
Champa yes. with his belt, and then the crowd starts getting the uh, "You deserve a chant." Yeah, uh, which I love when they do that to a heel, like "You deserve." Yes, it. especially when it's uh, something the heel has done to other people. Yeah. Not to be outdone by the craziness of weapons in the ring, they go outside, they pull the stairs, um, and put them flat against the the side of the, ro- the, the ring. Side of the ring. Champa opens a chair up, puts it on Gargano's head, and then runs him into the steps. It's been so done, but yeah. yeah, it's I don't know how to describe it though. The, like the, he like basically almost like guillotine, like put his head in there and then slam the chair down. Yeah, but then like the spot to me that was more impressive was the throwing the garbage can into Johnny's head on the steps. Yeah, oh my god, that was imp- there's so many spots in this that like it's I don't know how long this match runs, but it yeah. seems like it was an hour long battle. It was cringy in the best possible way you can imagine. It yeah. wasn't like cringy like oh my god that was bad. It's like oh my god that's that had to hurt. Yeah, I'm just like what are they gonna do next? Um, and they go, they go all out. Dude, oh, the, the uh, Champa's V triggers. They're not quite Kenny Omega, but his knees are are fucking astounding. Mm-hmm. I also love my favorite thing that Gargano does is that uh, is, is it a springboard uh, spear he does. Oh, from the outside yeah. of the apron, like through the mid, the second the and third block, rope. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he gets that much speed to hit to tackle somebody yeah. and coming. You know, you're moving about two inches. It's the little things. Yeah, Gargano continue, continues to descend into uh, taking things too far, whipping him with that belt. Yeah, and then we got something that I didn't think we'd ever see in WWE again. We got the destruction of the ring. In a way, yeah. Okay, so Champa brings out bolt cutters. Yes. Which right away I was like, this oh, this isn't gonna this be good. This is bad. And then he starts to undo the mat that's... that's uh, Yeah, cuts the supports to pull the canvas back. Yeah. Pulls the canvas back, pulls the padding back to reveal, which I, I don't know if I've ever seen fully that a ring is made up of... Uh, Slats of hardwood. Yeah. yeah. It didn't used to be. It used to be just one big piece of plyboard. Yeah, and, and that's why I that's what I was used to seeing. So that... And that... Oh, my God. And then he tries to... I don't know what... He tries to back body drop. Um, no, it was, it, was, it was one of his finishers. It, it, Seamus says it's called White Noise where you get the person's yes, head. Yes, White Noise, that's it. Yeah. Um, he tries to do it from the second rope. Gargano slips out and... and super kicks him in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. And then, um, Which is... Okay, so Edge, WWE Hall of Famer, actually refers to Gargano as Johnny Kick him in the ding ding. <laughs> because he has such a propensity yes. to do that? Yeah. It's like, not, not Nakamura, mind you. No, yeah, Gargano next. is Johnny Kick him in the ding ding. <laughs> so at the end of this match... um. It was, so okay, essentially a replay of what we got. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get? Yeah. So oh, it was, my God. we go back out to the Tron side of the crowd now, and then you get probably what I would have to say is the most emotionally driven thing I've seen in wrestling in years. Champa rips the wedding ring off of Johnny's hand, spits on it like this disastrous, massive loogie, and just chucks it. And I was like, "Oh my god, that is some that is some storytelling." Yeah, not only amazing, but like, hey, I'm sure it's not his real wedding ring. How would you like to be the fan that found that? Like, eBay. Yeah, I'm sure there were a thousand the next I'm day. Sure just, there were. If you could sell air for my Kanye West concert, you could sell a ring. Um, but that led to fire under Johnny. Yeah, because from the top, because they were on like the the box that holds the electrical cables. And they do a, essentially a white noise. Yeah, Johnny on, gets a white noise on, on, on Champa. From the boxes through oh, a table. Taking off Gargano's wedding ring. Oh, oh how pers- That's disgusting. I mean, how low can Champa get? No! Give him a time! 
and not only through a table, but Gargano overshoots just the tiniest bit. So so Champa lands on the table, Gargano lands on the ground. Yes. He essentially just jumps straight ten feet down and plants himself. And you can tell afterwards he's holding his face. I think he gave himself the world's biggest headache to slay like he's like, Oh fuck. Son of a bitch. Um, and that's God, it would almost be it, you would think. Like, it, the replaying, and this is actually something that happened right after Champa turned on Gargano. Yes. Uh, Champa did the same thing to Gargano, put him through the, you know, off the box, through the table, and then sat on the box, you know, waving Contemplating, goodbye. Contemplating, yeah. Yeah. Um, we get the same thing now with Gargano. The, the You know, the, the techs come out, and they start checking on Champa. They put him in a neck brace, which they put uh, Gargano in last year. Um, or maybe earlier last this time. year. Yeah, last time. Um, and Gargano is just sitting there, like, contemplating, taking a full, almost a full heel turn. Like, they're really teasing kind that, of. or at least him going to a dark place. Maybe he hears voices in his head. They yeah. counsel him. They understand. <laughs> um, and then Gargano, like, this is how you know he's a full-on heel, because he just slowly... He's not a full-on heel. He's not just, yet. He's going there, though. He's the vengeful baby face, still. He just slowly takes the, the stretcher that they put Very Champ nice, on. Like pushes off the EMTs. Takes the slowest walk all the way down to the ring and just plants uh, Champa back in the ring to continue the assault. Yeah. Even while he's doing it, because Champa's bolted down, Champa, all he can do is move his hands like T-Rex hands, and he's yeah. just like, no, please. Um, so we get him back in the ring, and then people like everyone comes out. Um, or well, I guess like who are the, the agent agents? You got Steve Carino out there. Yeah. Various NXT agents and officials. Who, who come to pull Gargano off, and he just yeah. eliminates all of them. But it's like, it's so well acted. It didn't, then when trying to get back in the ring, um, the, the, the bear... The bear hardwood. is finally fucking used. Yes. Because you can't check off his gun the whole ring and not <laughs> use it, you know? Um, Gargano, or, uh, Gargano tries to get in the ring. Champa grabs him. Uh, D- elevated elevated DDT elevated straight DDT, on yeah. the, the bear ring. Gets the uh, one, two, three, and the fans are shocked. Like, this is the... The swerve in the best way possible. Oh, yeah. Well, this has just got nasty. What? Gargano trying to do anything to get his hands again on Champa. Oh, ooh. Officials are trying to uncuff Tommaso Champa. They're trying to. Oh, Now, this match was really, really good. Was it as good as New Orleans? I'd say no. I'd say it's just barely a step below. I actually think I liked it more. Okay. But being fair, like, I, like that was a five star match. I think this is equally a five star match. Okay. Just I, I don't know. No, I think not only were the moves just as good, the actual in in ring wrestling, they really took the extreme street fight to the like to the max with the ring. They did okay. something new with yeah. that. And I also think that the um the the storytelling was superior because it's it's you know they're that's fair they're mirroring something they've done before but turning it in a new direction, especially because I thought right before this match. The last match was so good that they were in danger of going stale with this rivalry and that this was an interesting way to keep it fresh and interesting yeah. or to at least turn it into a direction that can keep it going because they clearly want to milk this for longer. Yes, this is the money feud of NXT right yeah. now. I, I, could, I could see one more match, the, the rubber match. They both won one now. Yeah. Have one more maybe come take over wherever. It Survivor seems so Series strange is. they've only had 
two matches now because there's been so many segments. It's been such a stable of That's the weekly kind of show. That's the beauty of NXT is they only have the five shows a year. Yeah. So. That if you cut all the promos together, yeah. it would only be like 30 minutes of, you know, mm-hmm. and then just amazing matches. But with the you have time to build to these things when you only have the five big takeovers a year. Yeah. As opposed to the main roster where they got a, they got a month to build. To and when you, especially show. when you only have an hour, you have to think, what's the most effective five or ten minutes we can use mm-hmm. to get this story over? Totally. We don't have time to let Elias go out there and insult the crowd for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> totally true. Um, overall, what did you think of this compared to the last NXT to compare it to New okay. Orleans? It is... Ever so slightly behind it. I would say, though, overall, the as much as I like this Gargano Champa match more, yeah. I think the pay per view overall is a little behind it because of the six man match. Yeah. You had, yeah. Like if, if that was a five star takeover, this is a four and three quarter star takeover. Yeah, mostly because I think the Aleister Black. Black Mask outshone it last time, and the the undisputed era match also that that uh not even undisputed era the uh North, the North American American yeah. Championship ladder match still yeah. a match I'm thinking about months later and probably was, will for the rest great. of this year. It was great, man. I I love the way they gave Champ of the win on this. I was really not I, I don't know that I was expecting it, but this this ending really got me. It's one of those ones I think if you go back and look at our Twitter, there's not much activity for this 30 minutes because me and you were just watching. We're mm-hmm. like, we'll, we'll catch up after this. Well, well yeah, we'll. Just- Leave us alone for a little bit. Okay, guys. So I think that's going to about do it for this match. Uh, or this match. <laughs> this takeover. <laughs> yeah, it's going to about do it for this takeover. Um, so our next takeover. Do we do we know yet? Forever Series. Is? November. All right. Cannot so wait. Another build from, you know, yeah. June to November. It's going to be awesome to see where they go. Yeah. Cannot wait. We have one more. So we only have two more NXT pay-per-views this year. You one. Four. Takeover. Or Takeover Survivor. Whatever, they, wherever they're going to be Survivor Series is at. Yeah. Wait, is it? They do four or five a year. They do five. And we've done three so far this year? Well, they're doing five now. Okay. Because they did the one before the Rumble, which was Philly. Then they did the, the New, Orleans, New Orleans. And then there's this one. Oh, SummerSlam. SummerSlam and then Survivor Series. So we have two. We do have two yeah. coming. Okay, yeah. yeah. They don't need so doing Brooklyn, five this year. Brooklyn will be the next one. Take over Brooklyn four, I want to say. Nice. All right. Well, we can't wait for that. Yeah. And uh, like Tamias Champa at the end of this match. Tamias Champa? Tamias Champa. <laughs> Tomasa, Tomasa Champa, Tomato Champa, <laughs> Tomato Clamato. Like whatever. him at the end of this match, waving goodbye to mm. Johnny Gargano. We will see you next time, guys. Yeah. Admitting to crimes, not smart. It's been a, this has been the long con. This has been a sting of two months of me, me editing episodes to arrest you. Oh, no.